That's game day in Phoenix Footprint Center tonight. Portland Trailblazers in town. Suns trying to uh, avenge an earlier season loss to the Blazers in Portland. That was quite ugly. And here to talk about it, the man that will call it on the Suns Radio Network, the legendary Al McCoy, checks in for Al about the Suns. Al, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning, guys. Great. Uh, yeah, the Suns are uh, streaking a little bit. Five straight wins, uh, and I know Monty Williams talked about it after the game on Monday against Sacramento. You, you know, you want to win every game by 30. That can't be the, uh, the realistic approach to all of it. But uh, just your overall thoughts on, on what you've seen from the Suns in this turnaround. Well, you know, it's, it's so interesting. And, and I was thinking the other day, I know you both uh, remember last year, uh, when the Suns started the season, and what, in the first 16 games, what were they, 8-8? Eight and eight, mm-hmm. They were playing 500 basketball, and I guess everybody thought, well, you know, they're off to a pretty decent start. And uh, now, uh, you know what they're doing, they're record-wise, uh, one of the better ones in the West, and we're still kind of concerned about how they're playing. So it takes them a little while, I guess, maybe to get started. But you know the crazy thing, and it seems like I... I bring this up every week when we talk. The whole league is uh, unlike anything I've ever witnessed before. Everybody is up and down and up and down. One great game, one terrible game, one good quarter, not a good quarter. Uh, So uh, it's really hard to figure out. Now, back to your question about the Suns. I do like the things we're seeing, but not consistently. And uh, I think there's some things that maybe we need to talk about in regard to that also. But I do like the way they're coming along, playing better in certain quarters. Al, uh, in your long time with the Suns, you've seen a lot of energy guys who've come into the Suns and been incredible fan favorites from Pat Burke to Lou Amundsen all the way down the line. Talk about JaVale McGee and what he has brought to this basketball team. Well, you know, the great thing about JaVale, and of course I've told him this, I mean, he's been in the league 14 years. Yet when he comes on the floor, he's like a rookie. Yeah. I mean, he runs up and down. He dives for loose balls. And I, I love to see it. And I, I think it's great. And uh, I, I think it inspires maybe uh, some of the younger players. that Here's this guy that's been in the league 14 years, and he's still out there having fun and, and going after it. And he's been a very, very good addition. And, of course, he and Frank Kaminsky uh, have really filled in nicely with, uh, with DeAndre Ayton being out. Hopefully, D.A. is going to be back soon. You know, all these injuries are kind of a mystery. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, certainly, uh, the addition uh, that, uh, that uh, JaVale has, uh, has supplied has been terrific. No question about it. The Hall of Famer Al McCoy joins us Wednesday mornings to talk Suns basketball. It's Al about the Suns here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Going back to some of the things that uh, might need to be talked about in terms of uh, need for improvement with the Suns, Al, has been... Three-point defense, which I think is a fascinating topic in today's NBA because I think it's a combination of maybe you're not closing out on shooters as much and they're getting a lot of open looks, but there's also uh, you know some luck involved, whether or not your opponent is hitting those open looks. And to this point, Suns' opponents have been hitting those open threes. Uh, how big of a concern is that defensively from what you've seen right now? Well, it's a concern because uh, the three-point shot has become such a big part of every team's offense. Now, tonight it's Portland. Uh, They're struggling. They played last night. So you would hope the Suns would come out early and get on the Trailblazers and uh, make them pay for having back-to-back games. But 
They're an outstanding three-point shooting team, and the Suns have had their problems, and that's something they're definitely going to have to improve on. And the others rebounding. And even though Portland has had their problems, they're one of the better defensive rebounding teams in the NBA. But you pointed out the two things the Suns need to do, and this goes back to last year. You have to defend the three more than ever, and you have to improve uh, your uh, rebounding. No question about that. And another point I, I think we need to make this morning is is consistency. Now, and again, we see it all, all around the league. And I don't know when players think about, you know, it was a shortened season last year. Now they come out and they know it's going to be an 82-game season. Do they have to pace themselves? And I don't know. And the other thing I think dropped in the lap of the coaches uh, last night uh, in the last game for the Suns up in Sacramento, you know, they held the big lead and they let it disappear. Uh There are no big leads anymore. You can be up by 25 or 30 points. And if you stop defending and you miss shots with the three-point shot as a weapon for the team you're playing, bang, they can be right back in the ballgame. So when is the time to let up with your starters out and your bench coming in? Uh, those are tough decisions for a coach to make right now, the way the game's being played. Yeah, and I think you're right about this, Al. And I, and I think when I look at the Suns, the other and and the three point shooting statistic, uh, the numbers that they have to improve, obviously, in defending it uh, and shooting it, but mostly defending it. The points off turnovers and the turnovers the Suns have committed. This is not like them, and it looks to me like the Suns are kind of that team that they they're coming off two very difficult seasons. And they're realizing that they've got a hundred miles to go before the playoffs begin, and it's just hard to summon that full-on forty-eight-minute focus. Well, there's no question about it, and I think that's what we're seeing. Uh, but as I said, it seems like we're seeing with almost every team in the NBA. The only team with any real consistency so far has been Golden State. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I guess if you have a guy that can score fifty points a game, maybe that that helps you in, in that category. But I I do think. We see uh, the Suns and other teams, as I've mentioned, come out and have a great quarter, and then the intensity drops off in the next period, and they allow the opposition to get right back in the game. And as I said, this is, I think, when it's uh, difficult now because the speed of the game, the way the game is being played and the three-point shot, when do you relax with a big lead? You really yeah. can't anymore. Yeah, that's true. You have to just continue to build on that lead and not hope that you're going to have a lull and the opposition is going to be able to take advantage of it. It's, it's a lot of differences in the way the game's being played this year. Definitely. Al McCoy, we uh, talk basketball with him on Wednesday mornings here on Bickley and Murata mornings. And I want to ask one question, league-wide question, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you saw the video of it, Al. The uh, altercation between Markeith Morris of Miami, Nikola Jokic of Denver. Um, And one of my takeaways, and I shared this with Bick, was seeing as how Nikola Jokic melted down at the end of the Sun series and how he reacted to that hard foul by Markeith Morris, do you think that's something to watch moving forward that opponents are going to try to get under his skin to get him off the floor? I think that's true. I do think both players uh, should have been uh, uh, suspended for a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think uh, Markeith, we know Markeith oh, yeah, and his we do. brother, and we know how they play. He instigated with the, the first foul, and then uh, Jokic uh, uh, retaliated. So I think they both should have been suspended. But 
what you're saying, I think, is true. It happened in the playoffs last year with Ian Booker, and uh, and it's a bit of a learning experience for him. He's going to have to keep uh, uh, things under control a little bit more, and I think teams will be trying to uh, irritate him. Let's put it that way. Yep. Al, always a pleasure. We'll uh, talk again next Wednesday, but I'll see you at the arena tonight.